This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. I am Jill Schlesinger, and I am joined by Mark Talercio, the best executive producer in the world and co-host of this program. Hi, Mark. Hola. Are you feeling back to yourself after your um, your illness? Are you going to should I take you out of the closet and tell everybody that you had COVID? Well, I think we did that last week. All right, good. All right. So how are you feeling your post-COVID? You've now finally tested negative. How are you feeling? Uh, feeling pretty good. I'm, I would say 90% finally tested negative after 11 days, uh, but feeling good. Good enough that I hopped on the Peloton yesterday. Oh, good for you. And your spouse did not get it and your son did not get it. Uh, no. That's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it really is. It's just remarkable. Like this thing is the weirdest, like you can't predict who will and will not get the virus. It's not like we're in a house with like a outdoor, like a deck or a patio or in a small, smallish New York City apartments. Not a lot of places to escape to either. So I was figuring yeah. that I would get a note from her, which was, you see, this is why I want to move, Jill. I thought that that would get happen amid this um, this period of time. I'm glad that it did not. So this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life, hopefully. And we try to help you make smarter or maybe just like better financial decisions, not even smarter, but just better financial decisions based on what you think your goals are. If you have a question, just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. And then you complete a form and right under the form, it says, Hey, would you be willing to come on the show with us? And you know what happens if you check that box? Mark does everything else because that's just the kind of guy you are. Today, Mark, we are joined by Aaron in Seattle. Hi, Aaron. Welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's very, very delightful. And you're waking up early for us, so we appreciate that. How can we help you today? Well, um, my husband and I are uh, 42. We have young kids and um, both working. We Our number one question is, are we on track for retirement? I showed my husband our, our pension amounts I pretty much told him he has to work till he's 67 and he, he kind of freaked out a little bit. Oh no. (laughs) Oh, I'd like to verify my information. I have a couple other questions too, but that's the main one. Okay. Aaron, how much do each of you guys make right now? Um, I make 160 and he makes about 150. Okay, great. And you are both entitled to an, a pension when? Um, well, it depends, uh, when we take it, what the amount is. But yeah, but well, when were you first eligible for it? Our pension, we could take out at 65. Okay. At age 65, 
what would your pension be, you, Aaron, and then what would his pension be? Well, I don't like it. I like the pension amount at sixty-seven better, but at this point, it's two. It's about a little over two thousand. Okay, so and for and for him, a little under two thousand, so seventeen hundred. Okay, got it. Now, give us the sixty-seven time horizon. Yeah, what would that be? It's a lot more. Um, my pension at sixty-seven would be uh, pretty much fifty-nine hundred a month. Wait. Yeah. How does it? I don't understand. Wait wait a minute. (laughs) Mark, did you see that? Like, wait, what? Wait, what? So is that? It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right Uh, to me either. Are you sure? Well, we work in education and that's, um, we're, we're administrators, but we're part of the teacher's retirement system. Yeah. I think it's a difference. I I double checked it. And for him too, it's, um, it's uh, 5,300. So that's why I I told him 67 sounds a lot better. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it because there is some benchmark that that would be like 30 years in the system? Like, is there some, is it like, no, no, that's a no brainer. This is like, really is a no brainer. I'm sorry for your husband. I know he's going to be so good at retirement. He's like king of hobbies. And I'm like, I can work forever, but he was pretty disappointed when I shared those numbers with him. I mean, what I would do is this, just because, you know, like you said, you double checked. I would talk to someone like, do you have someone in like a union representative who does this stuff like all the time? I just want to, I want to triple check this because that, that yeah. I've never seen a jump like that in a municipal pension ever. Yeah. Yeah. We have a financial advisor who's very familiar with the educator pension system. That's only half of it, though. We also, I think it's called a defined benefit. It's like a savings account for retirement, right? It's not a 401k or anything, Mm -hmm. but we also have money in that account. You mean a defined contribution, I think, was what you mean. Like you have, so your pension is is a defined benefit plan. Okay. So this would be a defined contribution, probably a 403b. Is that what it is? We have a 403b, but this is part of the retirement system. I have... Hmm. 180,000 in that account. I contribute 7% and my husband contributes 7%. He has 148,000. And so that's like, it's been described to us as uh, that's a, like a savings account for us. That Okay. So this is it. an extra, a defined benefit. This is quite, this is quite a game plan. First of all, 7% mm-hmm. is good. So okay. what's it, what's in the 403Bs? Um, I have a Roth 403B through work mm-hmm. and that's $26,000 right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I contribute 500 a month. My husband has a 403B that only his work contributes to. We don't contribute anything to it. They put in $500 a month. So that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, $16,000 in that account. We also mm-hmm. have some other accounts, um, some IRAs, rollover, IRA, Roth, IRA. Do you want those num- numbers? Yeah, why not? Give us the, give us the, uh, so first let's do the pre-tax IRAs. So those would be your rollovers. I have a rollover with 10 grand in it. Uh, my husband has a Roth IRA, 41000 my husband has just a regular IRA at 15000 mm-hmm. and How about cash? A- what about like little cash on hand? Yeah, we have about um, 115000 for cash on hand. 115, not yeah. one. Okay, got it. Great. Yeah. That's fantastic. And then, yeah, and then a brokerage account with 23000 So if he were to retire before age 65, there's a zero pension, is that right? Or you can't collect it until you're 65? I don't know. Let's find that out. I don't think it's zero. What I would like to find out, here's my my big question for the benefits folks. If my husband 
worked eight. How many years does he have in the system right now? I, I would say like 18. Okay. Here's a question. If my husband were to work until he was 60, okay, and he would have then, you know, 36 years into the system, right? So that's a lot of years in. If he works until he's 60 and he then stops working, can he still collect his pension later at age 67 at $5,300 a month? That's what I want to know. I want to know that too. That's a great question. Because then we could get him out. I have a feeling that it's it's not so much he has to keep working. It's just that he can't collect until he's 65 or 67, which would make a ton of sense. Having like a cliff for your pension makes zero sense, meaning that I don't think that's how most municipalities roll. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug, ignored a leaky faucet, pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Let me ask you a couple more questions. First of all, how much money do you guys spend? You save a lot of money, make over $300,000 together. It's a lot of money. How much do you really need to live on? Yeah, you know, we were talking about that last night. I We really need to figure that out. I, I will say that we have about, at the end of every month, we have about one to $2,000 that we can set aside into savings. No state income tax in uh, the state of Washington. I do know that. You, you have some kids? We do. Mm-hmm. Oh, we I forgot two- about them. Gosh, I forgot all about them. Okay. So how old are they? We have a three and a half year old and a six year old. And I did want to chat about that, uh, their 529 accounts a little bit too. What do we have in there? Well, um, we have one, we have account for both of them, and then their grandparents have one. So combined, the six-year-old has twenty six thousand in mm-hmm. hers. Okay, and the three and a half-year-old has about twenty thousand in hers. So, question is, when do we just kind of set it and forget it and mm. let it grow? And right now, how much are you contributing to those 529s? Do you do it on ad hoc or do you do it on a regular basis? We do $200 a month for each child and so do their grandparents. I'm trying to figure out how much you really need to live on. See, uh-huh. that's that's really where I am right mm-hmm. now. Tell me about the house. Yeah, we just bought a new house six months ago. Mm. It's our forever house. We love it. How so- much? The real estate market here is just blowing up. So it's, it's already gained in value by quite a bit. It, I bet we could sell it for over one point five million. Oh my God! What's the mortgage balance? Six hundred and seventy-eight thousand. And the mortgage interest rate? Three point two five. Thirty year, right? And it is your forever. Okay, great. All right, I'm looking. Just look. I'm just doing a quick take here. You are contributing quite a bit of money to retirement. So I just want to make sure I understand this. So you're putting away the 7% into the defined benefit plan of your, of each of your salaries. 
So we have that. So hold on a second. So 310, I'm just, I'm doing some back of the envelope, 310, 7%. So that's 21 grand. And then you're also putting in 500 a month into your Roth, right? Okay. And then your guys are putting 400 a month into your 529, right? That's right. And then in addition, my husband's school district puts in $500 a month to Got it. I got it. So that's all. But I'm just trying to count up how much money you guys are putting away. Mm -hmm. Because what I'm trying to figure out is what you actually are living on. Because it seems to me you are doing really well. So you've got, so there's 32,000 plus, let's call it another 1500 a month that you have extra. So of your 310, what it looks to me like is that you've got about 50 grand a year in saving. How about that, Mark? Pretty good, huh? And so if we look at that, so we say 310, I'm going to give you a tax hit of that, 250, 200. Would it be surprising for you to learn that you are living on something close to 15 grand a month? Does that sound like too much or too little? No, I, um, I'm not surprised. We live in a high cost area and have pretty high daycare costs as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not surprised, unfortunately. That's not bad. I mean, it's not that you got, and you can afford it and you're saving a ton of money. So now here's how, why am I doing that little exercise? Because I'm looking at your age 67. Okay. And by the way, when you get pensions, will you also get social security? Do you, will you be entitled to that as well? Yes, I believe so. Okay, good. So if we look at just your pension amount at age 67, it's $11,200 a month. Then you guys will also probably have, I don't know, another, I'm going to guess, six grand a month mark for Social Security. Does that sound right at their age? Yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're, we're basically pre-tax got 18 grand a month for you guys. And we know that you're saying 15 grand a month is what you need, but it's a funny thing because in some respects, you know, some of your costs could actually go down uh, yes. in the future. But okay, we're, we're set for you. You're great. You're in great shape. So yes, you're on track. I really think that if we can answer this question about your husband's pension, things will be crystal clear for me. So what I really want you to find out is this. Husband works till 60. He does not collect pension till 67. What is that amount? That's what we want to know. Now, Mark, what do you think about all the money that's going into retirement right now? Should we continue with this? Should we change it? What's your opinion? If it turns out that those pensions are indeed those big numbers, I think maybe you can redirect a little bit elsewhere into some, uh, you know, into a brokerage account. Right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, because what I'm I'm considering is this. I, I don't mind the defined benefit, the 7%. Is that compulsory? Do you have to do that, by the way? No, we're or locked is- in. Yeah, we, we did have some flexibility early on, but now we're locked in. Okay, that's fine. So what I would be doing is this. Let's find out the answer to the question first. First and foremost, what is his pension amount? Just whatever it is, and then you're going to get back in touch with us. You've got this extra one, let's call it $1,000 a month right now. Mark, should that money go into the brokerage account or in the 529 account? No, I would do the brokerage. I I would keep doing the $200 that they're doing per kid and the grandparents are doing that. So each kid's getting $400 a month. I think that's a good number. Yeah, I do too. And I think that if you come back to us and you say to me, 
oh yeah, we're golden. You know, you know, it'll be six grand for me. It's going to be five grand for him. We're good at 67. Then the reason why we're advocating building up your brokerage account is that you're going to have an interesting period where let's say at his age 60 to age 67, we're going to need some extra money that's flowing into the household. And we want that extra money to be either, you know, either he's tinkering around and getting a job doing something that's super fun and really stress-free, or you've got plenty of money in the brokerage account. I mean, one way or another, what's going to happen is also is that 18 years in the future, both of your kids are done with college. Mostly, mostly about, just about, right? Because a three and a half year old. I think that what I'd like to know is where exactly do we stand on the pension for him to give him some relief? Here's one last question for you. Mark, should you be the person who starts asking the annoying, nudgy questions about estate and life insurance? No, they know to expect it from you. Okay, here we go. Aaron, tell me that in your role as a school administrator, you know how to dot I's and cross T's, meaning have you done your estate planning? Do you have wills? Do you have guardianship instructions? Do you have healthcare proxy? What do you got going on? We've just drafted that with the lawyer and we're signing all the documents next month. I feel so happy. Congratulations. And what about life insurance? What have you guys got? Well, that's another question I have for you. We currently have 600000 for each of us. Mm-hmm. But since we got those policies, we have our income has increased um, and so have our expenses. So wondering if we need to increase our life insurance policies. Do you have this as a term policy right now? Yes. So I would. Uh, Mark, how much do you think they each need? Probably a million. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a million each. So if you could get four hundred grand. Um, and don't go crazy. You can get it for uh, 15 years. You can do a 15 or a 20 year policy. Really, we're just trying to get you to a point where the kids are really taken care of and God forbid anything happens. So I think an extra 400 grand would be perfect um, and do it really cheap term policies. I guess so the other question is that um, for for all intents and purposes, if you were to pass away, what happens to the pensions? How do those work? Do you know? Hmm. Never thought of that question. I'll I would put just that on my list. Yeah, when you're talking to the person who's going to tell us the the answer to the question about your husband's pension, let's also find out and say, hey, what happens? God forbid, I drop dead tomorrow. What is my pension benefit to my husband? Because maybe, just maybe, if there is some pension amount that goes to your to the survivor. Maybe we don't need the life insurance. I don't know. You probably still need the coverage, but I'm interested anyway to know that, okay? Yeah, I'm really interested too. We really want to thank you so much for joining us. Erin, do a little research. Let us know what the answer is on the husband's pension, and then let's make some good decisions for you guys moving forward, okay? Yeah, thanks so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. If you, like Erin and her spouse, have a question, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com. A form will pop up when you hit the Contact Us button. Don't forget to let us know if you would like to join us on the air live, because it's so much more fun when you're live. So do that. Uh, Check out all the great stuff we do, including our free weekly newsletter. And we are hopeful that you check out our other podcast, which is called Jill on Money. So, you know, you can just follow us in both of these podcast feeds. It would be great. Mark Talercio is the 
co-host and the executive producer. We're distributed by CBS. Let's do something nice for someone else today. That would be really helpful. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.